0: Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition and liftoff. Hello, space cadets, and welcome back to a new episode of the Space News Pod, your daily source for space, science, and tech news. I am your host, Will, and I want to say thank you to everybody who's been supporting the podcast by subscribing to it and also by leaving reviews on iTunes. Super helpful. Super, super helpful. We've got a couple new reviews coming in and I do appreciate it. Today's episode, going to be talking about DARPA. DARPA is a defense agency and they use um, new technologies to defend America, basically. But what they want to do is they want to assemble and demonstrate a nuclear rocket in orbit. So they want to put together a rocket in orbit and demonstrate that it can work. And I'll get into that in a couple seconds. But before I do that, I'm gonna take a quick sponsor break. Before we get into the actual rocket implementation in orbit, they wanna make a rocket in orbit, which is kind of crazy and awesome. Well, I wanna tell you a little bit about DARPA. And DARPA started around Sputnik. And since that time, they've used technology to help defend the United States. And they work with outside vendors, they work with the government agencies, and this is a new thing that they're going to be working on. This rocket, it's a nuclear propulsion rocket, and they're going to assemble it in orbit around the Earth. It's a nuclear thermal propulsion system that will be assembled on orbit to expand the US operating presence in cislunar space. And that's according to the Pentagon's Advanced Research Agency's Fiscal 2020 Budget Request. And the agency is seeking $10 million in 2020 to begin a new program. It's called the Reactor on a Rocket, the ROAR, to develop a high-assay, low-enriched uranium propulsion system. And they said that the program will initially develop the use of additive manufacturing approaches to print NTP fuel elements. In addition, the program will investigate on-orbit assembly techniques, AM, to safely assemble the individual core element subassemblies into a full demonstration system configuration and will perform a technology demonstration. So not only are they gonna show that they can make this thing on orbit, they're going to test it out and make sure that it actually can function which is pretty ridiculous. And a little bit of history about DARPA. Well, they helped um, evolve the internet, right? So they use technologies to better security for America. And basically after those technologies are out there, other people will start piggybacking off of them. So maybe when DARPA figures this out, how to make these systems in orbit, then maybe private industry will take heed and say, okay, well, we, these guys can do it. Why can't we do it? Let's do this. Let's start making rockets for, you know, further transportation into our solar system and beyond, and we don't have to make them on earth, right? So we can launch the stuff into orbit and then we can create it up there. And then from there, you know, take off wherever you're going to take off. And that's going to be really cool because then there's not the gravity. Like you don't have to build it down here and the gravity isn't gonna stop you from doing what you need to do, from transporting the things from Earth into orbit. And also you can just have stuff in space, right? There's tons and tons of stuff to make other things like rockets, propulsion, uh, bodies for for vehicles, etc in space so this is a demonstration of well this is going to be one of those things that it could change the way that humanity looks at outer space travel and it might take a little while because these things are hard to do i mean it's hard enough to launch a rocket from earth but make one in orbit on orbit how hard would that be well darpa is going to figure it out and if they figure it out that it's going to change everything so In a nuclear thermal rocket, propellant like liquid hydrogen is heated to a high temperature in a nuclear reactor and then expanded through a rocket nozzle to produce thrust. Propulsion efficiency or specific impulse can be twice that of a chemical rocket. And high assay, low enriched uranium, it's being developed as a fuel source for next generation US nuclear reactors. And H-A-L-E-U, is more concentrated than in current commercial systems. So that means that reactors can be smaller and they don't need to be refueled as often and they can achieve higher burn-up rates, requiring less fuel and producing less waste. And in about a year from now, DARPA plans to demonstrate AM techniques using surrogate materials. So they're gonna make basically like a dummy rocket and then they're gonna follow it up by a proof of principle additive manufacturing of natural uranium reactor components. The agency also plans to begin development of a modular nuclear propulsion system, which will incorporate the AM fuel into a low enriched uranium reactor and additively manufactured engine. So this isn't just a one off. They want to find a way to do this forever. Like they want to figure out a way to do this, where they can continue to manufacture components for these rockets in space. And NASA has already looked into this. They looked into it in the 1960s as a way to enable faster manned missions around our solar system. And they tested reactors and rockets for several years uh, under the Nuclear Engine for Rocket Vehicle Application, the NERVA program. But then they got hit by budget cuts and the work stopped in 1972. But NASA's also looking into NTP using low enriched fuel again. So this DARPA connection could help out NASA in the future with the technology that they use. And if they show that it's feasible to actually do this, NASA could piggyback off of DARPA, just like people have piggybacked off the internet, and they could use this technology to make manned missions to the outer solar system using the uh, new fuel systems. And on that note, my friends, I want to say thank you to everybody who subscribed to the pod. Thank you to our Patreon patrons. So, so happy that you're there. Uh, Patreon.com slash Space SpaceNewsPodcast. You can hit me up on social media at Space News Pod. If you have a question for a future episode, just let me know on social, uh, Twitter and Facebook, and also SpaceNewsPodcast.com. Thank you so much. If you haven't hit that subscribe button and you actually enjoy this episode and you like this podcast and you like me, then <laughs> make sure to hit subscribe. So thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me on the Space News Pod. My name is Will, and I will see you soon.